With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kulays, and welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Remy Dixon. Today, we're going to cover the games against Sevilla and Porto. We're going to talk about our midfield and this lack of balance we seem to have, and then round it off with some injury talk as well as how we move forward. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A couple of weeks ago, I came on here and said, you know, with the two back-to-back 5-0 wins, we were looking just really good. And I came on and I said, you know, we're probably not going to get tested until first round of the round of 16 in the UCL. Like, Real Madrid wasn't looking really good. They've had a lot of injuries. And it just didn't feel like we were about to be stopped. It felt like we'd figured it out. We've been tested, you know. Um, We've been tested. We were tested a bit against Mallorca. We were tested a bit against Sevilla. But Porto really tested us. That high line, I mean, I'll get to that game in a second, but I'm just going to say it straight out. We nicked one there. We really came away with one. And yeah, I, you know, I'll get back to that in a second. Starting with the Sevilla game. I mean, I thought that lineup looked pretty good given the injuries to Frankie and Pedri. I thought Yamal and Rafinha both in the starting lineup was a bold choice on Xavi's part, which is a choice that we don't see him making. But he made it. And really, we had so many opportunities in that game. There were 
many chances when I think back, like the Zhao Felix chance from the ball by Cancelo. What an amazing run through the defense, puts it through some legs, finds Zhao Felix, and he hits it to the underside of the bar. I mean, I thought Zhao Felix was pretty good that game. He played well. He had some opportunities. He was live. But there was just something that felt off, you know, and it wasn't just the chances we missed. I mean, Fermin Lopez had a really great chance. Even the goal that we ended up scoring was a great header put back in from Laminia Mall, and, you know, Sergio Ramos ends up putting into the net for us, which obviously a lovely thing to have happen from him of all people. So it was nice to score. It was nice to get on the score sheet. I think we deserved the win there. But we labored, you know, at times we labored. We did look more attacking than I've seen us, right? We we looked a lot more attacking, but I struggled to find where we really had that balance as much as we've had in the past, right? But we pulled out the win there. Defensively, we had some great, great blocks. I'm reminded of that Gavi block uh, where Christensen accidentally gives the ball away off of a cross and Gavi happens to be there. We can't say Sevilla didn't have chances as well, right? Like Sevilla played well. They put in a strong match, but at the end of the day, Ter Stegen showed up big. Our defense showed up big, but it just wasn't fluid, right? It just didn't feel like we were really in our element, in our comfort zone. To have pulled that game out, it was gritty. It was great that we did. Loved seeing Fermin Lopez come on and really put up some great looks. There's something about that kid, right? Like, I feel like he, I would like to see him starting. I would like to see him getting a couple more chances because when he's been called upon, he's done very well. And that's exciting. But getting on to that Porto game. We come off of this game on Friday night. We go to Porto. And as I said earlier in, man, we really got away with one on that one. The lineup again was good. It was the lineup that we have in this situation without Frankie. You know, he put Oral Romeu in there to provide more stability in that midfield, which honestly at times it didn't feel like he was doing. It felt like he was almost hurting us a bit at times gave the ball away several times but Porto the high line that they played against us you know we talk about the low block and teams playing the low block on us all the time but very rarely do teams play this high line and we just looked uncomfortable I mean they were attacking 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 And they had opportunities left and right and center. We just didn't have that balance. We didn't have that control. And it felt like we could never really get control of the game. Lineups wise, as long as I can remember, I feel like this is the first time we've played Kunde and Araujo as center backs. I thought that was amazing. I was so excited for that. And realistically, the defensive performance might not have shown that they are our best center backs or it or did right like I think you can look at it two ways on one hand we were attacked so 
often and there were opportunities that if Porto were more clinical they would have put us away but on the other hand especially in that second half those two players made some excellent saves I am reminded of the Kunde chasing down the Taremi I believe and just poking the ball away from him right at the last moment I'm remembering Araujo coming in with a crazy slide to deny a shot. Like, those two played a heck of a game. But it didn't really look like they were as strong as I think they would have been if our midfield was more in control and we weren't just, like, out of our element with this high line. But, I mean, I think it's amazing that we have these two, that these two can step up in the way that they have and... To have them healthy, I think this is our best starting lineup pairing. I mean, I understand Christensen. I understand he stays back a bit while both of those two can be more forward-minded at times. I mean, Araujo stole the ball in their third and got a great pass-off that could have been a goal. So, you know, I I think they will work out the who goes and who stays, but for their speed, for their mobility... Having those two in the center of the park feels like the best two that we have. And I just feel bad for them that we couldn't have gotten more control of the game to show how dominant they were. And instead, it just looked like we were kind of just flailing out there at times and throwing our bodies at things and doing the best we can to stop attacks that probably wouldn't have happened if we were better equipped in the midfield. You know, I think Stegen did a great job as well. Balde was all over the place. Cancelo didn't have as much attacking, I would say, opportunities or runs that he did against the Sevilla game. But he's still working that rollout, I think. He's still working out that, like, inverting in for Barcelona specifically. I'm not saying he hasn't done it in the past, but... There's clearly something there. And maybe, again, it's just the high line that was played against us and or the lack of balance in the midfield. But he didn't seem as strong going forward as I felt like he could have. This game was a game of yellow cards, right? We got a lot of yellow cards. We And we got a red. Um, they were just faster. It felt like at times we were grabbing and pulling to try to stay or stop their runs. Zhao Felix was, yeah, I mean, he was live in this game, but I feel like, again, it just, there were just moments where I would have expected better from him. I don't know if this is just what's plagued him his whole career of like being good, but maybe not as clinical and sometimes not showing up in big games. I'm not quite sure, but it just didn't feel there from him in this game. Obviously we lost Lewandowski almost towards the end of the first half. Ferran comes in, Gundogan gets the steal. We score. Great goal for Ferran, took his chance, but really Porto had opportunities And if it wasn't for how strong our defense was and all the blocks they made, I mean, to be fair, Porto probably deserved more than than a loss in this one. They probably deserved a draw. But 
again, a gritty win. We pulled it out. We managed to do it somehow. That's a positive. Regardless of what you think, I mean, I've gone back and forth with myself about this, about sustainability and what that looks like down the line. Hopefully we figure it out down the line, right? But for now, six points out of six in games that could have easily been different and in the past probably would have been. I'd like to think that there's a there's a grit that we're developing and an ability to pull these things out. I'd like to be positive and say, you know, great teams find a way to win. I think it's too early to say that just yet for this team. And I think there's a lot that's going to be said about what happens when our players that we're strongly missing come back. So I'm going to get to that now, right? Like our midfield, we are missing some key players and it's showing. There's just a lack of balance. You know, there's a lack of balance that, I mean, I was calling a long time before those 5-0 wins for us moving the ball quicker, not playing boring, not succumbing to the low block and doing that by getting the balls out quicker, moving around, all those things. It's not to say that we didn't switch the field against Porto in ways that we were open, but it just felt like we just missed the balance. There's a balance in between those two. We can have control and still move the ball quickly versus not have control and always be going back and forth. And I don't know if the Porto game was just kind of the nature of the game, but the field felt so wide. Was that just me? The field felt so big. It felt like we were so spread out. It just felt like we had no presence in the midfield. I don't think that comes from having four midfielders. I think it's probably the right midfielders. I don't think it's a coincidence that with Frankie out, we've been just a different team. Don't get me wrong. We obviously miss Pedri as well, but we've been a different team without Frankie. We just seem to lack that control. Let's just be honest. I don't think Gundogan's doing it. I, I've i been trying to figure out like where he really fits or what he's been doing. And, and to be fair, he's probably one of those subtle midfielders that pops up every now and then, does something, and it works. And we score a goal. Like, yeah, he was the one that stole the ball in the Porto game and gave the assist to Farhan. But I wasn't seeing so many other pieces of him being this dominant player that we brought him for. I feel like we've we've definitely missed Frankie. I don't know if we've missed Pedri as much, perhaps because Gundogan. I would say I think Gavi has been putting in some great performances. So that could be the thing. But, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. But I'm just not seeing Gundogan being this like game-changing midfielder that we, I guess that was at Man City, because it just feels like we have this extreme imbalance in our midfield. We're not getting control of the ball. We're not, it doesn't feel like we're really starting our attacks there as much as they're coming from defense going forward to our wings. Again, love that we're having more attacking play, but we're missing control and that's that feels like a balance thing. I wouldn't like to think that without one player or two players, we're a completely different team. I would like to think that because we're Barca, we have players that should be good enough to fit in. 
and or a manager that is good enough to adjust for that. Maybe, again, it's the high line that we're not used to being played against us. But if I'm another team looking at that, if I'm Shakhtar next, I'm saying, ooh, maybe, maybe I can get them with this high line. They don't seem prepared for it. Hopefully, Xavi will have a better sense moving forward of how to play against that. But the lack of balance in the last couple of games in the midfield especially makes it feel like we are a team that's reliant on two players. So hopefully they get back sooner rather than later. Or Xavi figures it out and we use the players that we currently have to better play and control these games. Which we should be doing anyway. We'll see how it goes in the next one. And speaking of the next couple of games, we know the Classic goes at the end of the month. We're currently very injury-stricken. Lovely to have Araujo back, but now we've lost Lewandowski. We're going into the next couple of games without Rafinha, without Lewandowski, without Pedri, without Frankie de Jong. And those are big names for any team. It does not matter. Those are huge names. I remember last year when we lost basically Kunde and Araujo early in the season before our Champions League games. And I remember how devastating that was for us for the Champions League. I, I still think Xavi had a lot of blame in that. But those injuries were huge. And where it looks like at the beginning of the season, it was like, oh, Real Madrid has all these injuries. Now we have a lot of injuries and we're going to be going into these games missing these key players. But we still have a lot of good players. I am not so scared about the Lewy Ferrantras switch. I'm hoping that he really grabs his chance by the scruff of the neck. He was on for a couple of games, and then it felt like he returned to that old Ferran that misses some open chances again. But he put his chance away in the Porto game very well. And I think there's a difference in him now. I see it. I'm hoping it stays and continues. And in these next couple of games, it'll be interesting to see how he steps up to help us. The Zhao Felix thing is... And the Gundogan thing are also big points that I'm looking for in the next coming games. Is Zhao Felix going to be on? Is he going to find that consistency and be helpful? You know, I think he's dangerous. Having him and having his presence is always going to be a challenge for defenders. But again, it just feels like there's on games, there are off games. Hopefully he can muster it to be on in the next couple of games for however long we need him. Gundogan as well. Honestly, he's probably just been really steady and I'm just missing some things or expecting so much more and he doesn't have the structure to fit it, right? He's clearly a more attacking-minded midfielder and without that Frankie structure back there to help, maybe that's why he feels like he's not as effective as he has been, but he did give the assist for the goal against Porto. So he's going to be big. It's going to be very important that he steps up, especially in the next Champions League game where we won't have Gavi. Now, 
I want to see Fermin Lopez start. I want to see him get that chance, and I, I want to see him get more chances over the next couple of games as well, just to really test him out and see where he's at. But getting on to Gavi for one second. I said this so long ago, and I've been saying it. Gavi's temper will get him a red card in an important game one day, and we will be screwed. First of all, he really should have had a red card earlier in the Porto game. Let's talk about that. Coming into that defender's back the way that he did after getting a yellow card was so stupid. He's lucky. Again, the refereeing in the Porto game was very favorable to us. Hurts to say, especially after all the nonsense that we've been hearing about this Nagara case is still happening. It's just really annoying that something like this happens and we have to look at it and be like, ugh, like, damn, like that PK was, was a PK, I fully believe. I mean, I, I guess I didn't cover that up front, but yeah, that's why I said I think we got away with one. That was a PK. Love Kunde, but the pull of the shirt and then the jump that didn't get the ball got the player. I think in most games, that's a PK. They should have reviewed it. Don't know what happened there, but that should have been a PK. And then Gavi should have been out of the game. That temper, you just don't do that. Like, what what was the point? Why did he go so hard? He's so lucky he got away with it because we're having a different conversation now if his red card came in that much earlier in the game, right? So we need to have that conversation with Gavi. I don't know what Xavi's doing. I'm sure he has been. I feel like Gavi's been a bit more mature in the last couple of games, but he really needs to grow up sooner rather than later. He needs to be that player because Pedri's gone. Frankie de Jong's gone. He's the senior midfielder right now, right? Like if you think about starting midfield right now, he is the most senior in regards to games played for Barca. Romeu just came. Gundogan just came. Gavi's it. Unless we put Sergio Roberto in that role, Gavi's it. He is the most senior Barca midfielder right now. So he needs to be mature. And he has been stepping up. I've actually been very proud of how he's played, how he's stepped up. I just... The Porto game was crazy. He, there were too many opportunities for him to get more yellows. I don't know if it was frustration. I don't know what it was, but that was just, it was crazy. So it'll be interesting to see how he steps up in the next couple of games at home. Clearly he's not going to be there for the Champions League game, but he needs to mature and mature fast. Laminia Mall has just been moving from strength to strength. I feel would love to see a goal for him not because I think he so desperately needs it like he's not playing well and he needs a goal, but it'd be nice to see his efforts rewarded with a goal. He very much deserves it, but it's been nice to see him moving around, doing the things he's doing. Balde's been great. I thought Balde was very good, especially in the first half of the Porto game. He was everywhere. Love that he's staying. Love that Yamin Lamal is staying. Really looking forward to this defense of Araujo and Kunde in the future games to really see what they look like. What can they look like when we have control? We were so dominant defensively last year that it's interesting to see us getting goals put against us now, knowing that 
we're better than we were on paper. I mean, Cancelo's there. We have a proper right back. We have all of our, when we have all of our center backs fit that are not Eric Garcia, you know, Marcos Alonso, we should be better than we were before. And, and I just think that's a midfield issue. Um, on Marcos Alonso for a second, Xavi subs in the Porto game. What was that? I have no idea what he was doing there, but don't even want to dwell on that. Say all that to say, the next games are going to be interesting. These gritty wins have been nice. It's good that we can win without firing on all cylinders. Can we keep that up? Can we get control? The next game should be on paper an easier one. But we do have a Classico coming up in a couple of weeks. We do have another Champions League game in a couple of weeks. And none of the teams that we've thought were going to be easy teams are being easy right now. I mean, Antwerp was easy, but I would also argue that we were playing beautiful football. I would love to see us get that back. I don't know what it was. I thought we had turned a corner. Now I'm not sure if we're regressing or we're just trying to find our legs with that new turn. Or, again, it could all just be because Frankie's not here. But regardless, it's going to be interesting, as it always is with Barca. Thank you for listening. Forza Barca. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.